Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Folks, Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. It is Friday, August 26th, and this is your daily financial news. First and foremost, Fed President Jerome Powell, chairman of the Fed, has started his Jackson Hole speak at 7 o'clock. I'm going to try to get a summary of that speech and break it down for you later in the day. I did not have the time to do that this morning because I needed to, <clears throat> excuse me, get ready for our 7.30. First, PCE, personal consumption expenditure, the Fed's favorite indication on inflation. We got our latest reading this morning and it is down, down, down. Last month it was 6.8 headline, came in at 6.3, lower than expected. Headline, again, remember, has food and energy. You will often hear people talk about headline in core. Core PCE, personal consumption expenditure, came in at 4.6, down from 4.8. There is without question that commodities, specifically gas, you you know, other corn, soybean, other uh, commodities have been falling as we exit the summer. So the you are going to hear inflation is peaked. You are going to hear the Fed can slow down. I believe both of those are likely wishful thinking. Let's you and I agree that winter is coming. The season, meaning actual winter, is coming. We are about to have Labor Day very soon, the official end to summer. We will then head into fall and then winter. With what is going on in the UK, they just got a 80% bump that goes into effect October 1st on their energy. I think it is wise for all of us to take a measured approach to inflation. You and I have been here before where inflation peaked, went down, and then came back. I think it is fair to say, let's hope peak inflation is in. But again, winter is coming. What will happen to food, energy, things of that nature? So again, let's see. Again, I think the market's going to cheer peak inflation. I am not sure. Plus, I believe core inflation is going to prove a lot stickier because of wage inflation and owner's equivalent rent. I still think rent is being underreported. Next up, you are going to start to hear more and more about the Fed doing 50 basis points in September. If you have been watching my channel for a while, you know that I've been calling for 50, 25, 25. I think they should do 75, so don't Don't mistake what I think they should do with what I think they will do. I think the Fed is looking for any reason to not do 75. I think the Fed wants to say 
we are slowing down. We are taking a measured approach. What we are doing is working. So again, I think they should do 75. I think they will do 50, 25, and 25. So we can expect 100 basis points between now and the end of the year. What will that do to the 10-year? What will that do to mortgage rates? Great questions. We will find out very, very shortly. We got some earnings yesterday. Let's go through them. Affirm, buy now, pay later. Bigger than expected losses. Weak guidance. I have, I've always had one question for Affirm. How does your business stay in business in a recession? I think Affirm is an interesting business model in good times. I think in a recession... I think they are full of bad debt, and I just don't know how the model works. But again, who cares? I don't have any money on the line, so it is what it is. Ultra Beauty, beat top, beat bottom, and raised. I think it was last week, maybe it was the week before, we talked about the lipstick index, something that the CEO of Estee Lauder coined in the early 80s. Basically, ladies mainly, would go out and buy little cosmetics like lipstick, things of that nature. I wonder if it's that or maybe return to office, what is going on, but Ulta Beauty clearly doing well. Gap, Gap stores, beat top, beat bottom. Gap has been in the news the last two quarters because they missed horribly, specifically their Old Navy brand. Workday, beat top, beat bottom, and affirmed guidance. It was funny to hear Workday say, hey, we're still closing deals. That was obviously a kind of a backhanded compliment or backhanded words for Salesforce. Salesforce.com reported the day before and basically said deals are taking longer. So Workday, Salesforce, there's a little battle if you don't know. So Workday took a, took a shot at uh, <laughs> hitting Salesforce. I thought that was kind of funny. Marvell Technologies, missed top line, missed bottom line, had weak guidance. Dell Computers, missed top line, but beat bottom. So they didn't sell enough computers, but they found a way to control expenses or earnings. The, they are saying the PC boom is over. I think that is fair to say. How many of you bought a laptop over the last couple of years because you're working from home, your kids are home, you needed an extra one? I know we did. I think we bought two computers in the last two years. And then finally, Chipotle. Chipotle store in Michigan has joined or agreed to go union. So we've had, what is it, Amazon warehouses. We've had Starbucks. Now we have Chipotle going union. More and more companies are going union. More and more employees are going to benefit from that. Again, unions will drive higher wages. Hey, Kip, how you doing, buddy? Thank you for your um, super chat. I appreciate it. Uh, shout out to you, Kip. Thank you for doing what you do. So again, the more and more stores going union. This is something that we all uh, should expect. Again, it's part of my thesis. My thesis is. Wages will go up and go up in real terms, not just nominal, but go up in real terms over the next four to five years. 
which will take a boring flat housing market and make it more affordable for all of us. Something to think about, right? We have the president of the United States, Mr. Joe Biden, for giving student loans, 10 grand here, 20 grand there. Long story short, we are about to have 20 million Americans, 20 million Americans will be college debt free. I want you to think about that for a minute. What do we think these people are going to do? They will be debt free. That will clean up their debt service ratio, debt coverage ratio. These people had likely allocated hundreds and hundreds of dollars a month to paying back their student loans. Now they don't have to. Will they? What will they do? I mean, ask yourself. You've been putting 400 bucks away to something. Suddenly somebody comes away and washes it away. Most U.S. consumers will not, not save that money. They are going to tell themselves something like, hey, I deserve it. I did that. I, I deserve what? 20 million Americans are about to splurge. Are they going to buy little things like shoes or purses or whatnot? Are they going to take a vacation? Are they going to fund their emergency reserve? No, that's boring. They're not going to do that. Will they buy a home? Some of these 20 million have been right on the cusp of being able to afford a home. Now that this debt and maybe both parties, maybe the husband and the wife, the boyfriend and the girlfriend, maybe they can now buy a home. It is going to be very interesting to watch. There are 20 million Americans whose credit profile looks stronger or will look stronger very shortly. Historically speaking, Americans like to shop. Americans like to spend. This will be inflationary. Very few. What do you what do you want to let's have a guess? Let's just have a guess. You and me talking right here. 20 million Americans are about to be student loan debt free. What number or what percentage do you think will save that money? Save and or invest. I would have a hard time personally guessing more than 10%. So let's just assume it's 10% for easy math. That means 2 million of the 20 will take the $400 and put it in savings. We'll put it in college tuition for their kids. They will save for a rainy day. That means 18 million more homeowners, or I'm sorry, 18 million more homeowners, 18 million more Americans are going to go shopping. We are about to create more demand. Folks, you can't argue the fact this is inflationary. Not to mention that the other 28 million folks have had their payments delayed again. This is the seventh delay. It is now delayed to January. All of this is without question stimulus. It is without question inflationary. You don't need to judge whether it's fair, good, or bad. 
It is irrelevant. It is inflationary. That is a fact. Next, I don't know if you've heard this, but Blackstone, Blackstone bought a company in 2021 called Dwelling Companions. Dwelling Companions is a single family home buyer slash landlord. They do come at the market differently. What Dwelling Companions and thus Blackstone do is they actually allow the tenant, the renter or lease E to potentially become homeowners. Think of it almost like lease options. So Blackstone is not, at least via their vehicle, dwelling companions like all the other Wall Street landlords. They are trying to provide options for owners or lease ease to become owners. What they just announced yesterday should catch your attention. They just announced that they are going to stop, stop, Finit, stop buying single family rentals in 38 cities. They're going to stop 28 cities September 1st, like Boise, like Fresno, California, a market that's dear, near and dear to me, and Memphis, Tennessee, plus 25 others. Why is that important? Well, if you've been watching my channel, you know, we talked about the affordability index. The affordability index, specifically in Fresno, likely Boise, likely Memphis, is stretched. It is almost to red light, right? I told you that at a 31, which is where Fresno is, it is a yellow light. Be careful. Blackstone is no joke. Blackstone is looking at the same data. They're going, hey, we're not going to we're not going to buy anymore it's too stretched on top of that blackstone is, on october 1st is going to stop buying in 10 more cities what does this mean well first you should know that dwelling companies operates in 80 markets so while it is a cute headline to say that blackstone is stopped buying, it is not completely accurate. Blackstone is being a good investor. They're saying, hey, some of our markets are really richly priced. Let's pull back. They're they're doing what I would do, right? You and I have talked about affordability. Wow, that's kind of crazy. What is happening? So again, I think Blackstone is being a good steward of their money. And then one thing that we really need to work on and really understand what is going on is something called the productivity rate. Here is kind of a walkthrough at a very high level. Over the last seven months, right, all of 2022, you we have been talking about employment. And roughly speaking, I think it's like, it's like 2 million, 2 million jobs were added in the last seven months, roughly. 2 million. However, GDP has fallen the first two quarters. So again, think about it logically. We added 2 million jobs. Our production went down. High level. Okay? That can only mean 
U.S. workers are being less productive. The U.S. worker, historically speaking, has been some of the most productive on the planet. Not this year. Is it simply, hey, we've gone from making stuff to services? Maybe. Are all the work-from-home people not really working? Maybe. I think what you are going to see as the economy continues to slow down is there is going to be a huge tug and pull between return to office and remote work. First things first, on remote work, there will be companies that say, yes, work wherever you want. I want all of you to hear from me right now. They will do that, and then eventually they will say something like, hey, if you can work in Memphis, why don't we hire three people in Costa Rica? This work from home thing could eventually come back to bite some people. Just be careful. So again, what else did I capture? Uh, there's a rumor that Amazon might buy electronic arts. It came out this morning, was, was published, and then David Faber from CNBC said, no, there's no truth to that. I don't know. Smoke, fire, don't know, but something to watch. Microfocus is going to get bought by OpenText for $6 billion. Thought that was interesting. Uh, and then let's talk about Meet Kevin. I don't know if you saw it yesterday, but Meet Kevin put out a video basically saying that uh, he's going to take a pause from YouTube. I don't think he's quitting YouTube. I had somebody reach out to me. I don't think that's what he's doing. I think, frankly, he has too much fun and makes too much money. I believe Meet Kevin is on the cusp of launching a dream. I think Meet Kevin, his this perspective, this Series A that he's been hinting at, I think that's his baby. I think I think that is getting his full attention. I think he needs a two-week break to get that thing over the finish line. So I don't expect Meet Kevin to be gone more than 10, 14 days. I think he will be back. I think he would be foolish to give up what he has. I think his YouTube platform will become lead generation for his company. So I do not see him going away. I see this as being a little pause so that he could focus on his dream. That's what I think. I don't know. I had a couple people send me notes saying they think me, Kevin gave up. I, I watched it. I actually watched it twice. I think he's going to come back. So we'll see what happens. But folks, it is Friday, August 26th. I want you to have an amazing day. Like, subscribe, comment. It is one of the last weekends of summer. Enjoy it. Make some memories. Take some pictures. Have some fun. But never forget, buy box, daily discipline. We are only writing great offers. No list price, closing cost credit, rate buy downs. You the buyer, you the homeowner, you the investor, you have the power. Use it. Don't overpay. Bye-bye.